Howdy do fellow adults. My name is Alex Adams. And I'm Paul Page. And we are coming at you from Four Corners Games podcast. And Four Corners Games in general. A great company that we're hoping to be here to promote. But more importantly, or at least hopefully why some of you are here, is because we are actually here to produce amazing content. Definitely. Yeah, there are multiple facets of this company and especially this podcast. First facet is the amazing product that we make, which is a solid exotic hardwood dice tray with a 100% leather rolling surface. They are pretty amazing. We've playtested a lot of other products on the market and, you know, dollar for dollar, we believe that ours is by far the best quality-wise and uh, cost-wise. So, we hope that you guys enjoy it as much as we do, and we'll be using them and playtesting them on this podcast. And uh, that leads us to the next and, and most important point. What I'm in charge of, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess we'll find out <laughs> in the end, but uh, uh, the podcast. And, and Paul and I have spent uh, a good number of years, uh, many, many, many hours, uh, playing around, enjoying ourselves, playing some podcasts, and, and we just have some genuinely good times and, and we figure that it'd be maybe fun for others to listen. So we're, we're coming at you with some pretty cool content. Wouldn't you say Paul? Yeah, definitely. We, we have hundreds of hours, if not thousands of tabletop gaming experience between 5e. We play a little bit of star Wars RPG and especially Pathfinder, which is by far and away our favorite. And this podcast is going to be focused on uh the you know the paizo pathfinder 1e system and we know that uh, paizo's right on the cusp of rolling out all their 2e stuff but we still feel that there is a lot of really great content that 1e has to offer and we are going to be picking all that up and driving it home we are going to literally drive this shit till it is broken Paizo's released somewhere upwards of like at least 20 books. And I'm not talking about Adventure Pass. I'm talking about campaign settings. I'm talking about extemporaneous classes. Uh, and we're, we're really going to dive into it. In yeah. our campaign, from the jump, we're solely going to be talking and including advanced classes, advanced races, unchained classes, occult races, occult classes, psionic races, psionic classes, ultimate campaign, ultimate combat, ultimate magic, and ultimate equipment. But there is one aspect I think that we are most excited about, Paul. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. We are going to be using Mythic Adventures. And this is a an aspect of Pathfinder that we feel a lot of people kind of shy away from because it's, times, it's say, pretty yeah. daunting. Like yeah. the you know, the Pathfinder system is pretty complicated in itself, but adding that added system of mythic classes and experience and uh, you know, trying to rope that into your adventure path can be, you know, pretty overwhelming for some people. But, uh, you know, with, with my experience and Alex's experience, we are just, you know, we're going full bore with this thing and incorporating everything we can. And, you know, we're, we're trying to experience like 1E in all of its glory. I mean, in the words of Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne in the movie Batman... You want to get nuts. Well, then let's get nuts. Because honestly, at the end of the day, the biggest complaint I've heard from most of my players is that as you get to higher levels, you, you find yourself kind of middling in between 
you know, leveling up. And and that's that's the fun yeah, thing. Yeah, the experience gap yeah, is it, pretty substantial. It can be tough. But but then, you know, I turned to Paul one day and I was like, what if you could level up your level ups? And he's like, that would be amazing. And I'd be like, but yeah. He said in a Michael Keaton voice. Yeah, like, I really? did. <laughs> but my Michael Keaton impression is, is, is garbage. My Batman impression, though, is on point. Oh. Well, you, that's something to look forward to as I play a bunch of players that are, I would say, what, lizard folk that all sound like Batman. Yeah. It is It is definitely a bottleneck. I will do my best to, <laughs> to have a variety of reptilian-based uh, folk in, in my repertoire, but at the very least, uh, it's, it's, it's where we hope to be. And it's going to be a great adventure. And honestly, we're just trying to show the accessibility that this um, platform has. Yeah. I mean, we have a, a whole bunch of different players around the table, right? So you and I are, are quite experienced, and then we have some... Yeah, we have a couple of the people that are experienced with mostly Pathfinder, but still pretty at like novice level, I would say. Yeah. And then we have other people who are tabletop players who have mostly played other tabletop systems, which shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> I, the 5e is what he's saying it's, it's we 5e. we do love 5e here as well it's just pathfinder is our, our preferred yeah platform. That's, that's our bread and butter yeah and, it, it is and uh but you know this is our kind of intro podcast and podcast number two will be an in-depth discussion comparison of what we like and dislike about both systems and i think it'll be very uh entertaining and informative for everybody to listen to and you know for uh you know, people looking to get into tabletops in general, it's a good way to compare both of the systems to decide what you want to get into. You know, I like mean, some there, yeah. we have plenty of friends who love 5e and would prefer to run that till the day they die. I mean, we've we ourselves played in two different 5e campaigns, we've, Met, ha- yeah. we've had a good time, yeah. It's, it's certainly fun. I mean, it, it's been spoken before that like 5e is the, the sleek race car of tabletop role playing games, exactly because it's accessible, it's nice, it's fast. There, there's a little chunk in there that once you get over the top of it, it's super easy. But then I would say Pathfinder, uh, in, in the words of a once great newsman, is, is very similar to an old, old old wooden ship and much like old 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 wooden ships it is it is large it is resplendent and it is daunting but but once you really get behind the wheel and understand how to to make it sail through the water there's little else that can compare i would say yeah yeah and that's and that's why we prefer pathfinder and that's our our system of choice and you know we don't mean to poo poo on other systems too bad but oh we'd never poo poo on other systems oh no, Please. but, but on, on top of playing tabletop role-playing games, we also just genuinely enjoy gaming. Uh, there there are many nights where we end up playing more simple games like Settlers of Catan, but at the same time, there are other games that, that we're going to talk about in our other podcast part, The Buddy Cast, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, I should say The Buddy Cast. The Buddy Cast. I mean, you got to put that, that deep rasp in yeah. there because we don't have voiceover money. <laughs> um, and so... We we think that there are things that for people who don't have the time or can't put forth the effort to organize a, a more complex group that you get some really great paralogs for. So yeah. we're we're gonna kind of dive into those things that we also love on top of Pathfinder. Yeah, on top of tabletop games, you know, we're very avid board gamers as well. So we're gonna be discussing everything from competitive board games to cooperative board games. We're gonna be talking about yeah. and giving suggestions and reviewing. Uh, a bunch of different games that you know 
might not require a GM, but have the same type of feel as like a tabletop game would be. And we have lots of examples of that, which if you continue to listen, we will give that to you later. I mean, it'll be, it'll be Teaser. good. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> you got to tune in though. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it, in part of that podcast, will be us talking about that thing, maybe talking about some of the more behind the screen aspects of what we're doing. I, I mean, some might say it's two good friends sitting in a room talking. Some might say it's two brothers sitting in a room talking. I mean, it's by marriage, but I'm still going to count it. He married my sister. It's fine. You'll find out more about it if you tune in. Hey, but she's she's playing in the campaign with us for this Pathfinder podcast. So it's... it's we're all one big happy family. I love her dearly, but she is more or less <laughs> chaos incarnate. So she she prides herself on making my time behind the screen as difficult as oh, possible. She, she will challenge any GM and the best of GMs. Yes, so she will. It'll be a good time for yeah, everybody. Just when you think you, you don't need to know the rules <laughs> about making a sword out of a table because she's going to take the time to whittle one, you best know yeah. them. But regardless, it, it's... <laughs> you think you had a chaotic evil rogue in your group. Yeah, right. Just well, wait. No, no, no. She's chaotic <laughs> neutral. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's it's honestly, it's going to be a, a great time. Uh, we hope to also bring forth a diversity of voices. So we have partners, couples, and, and a Woody uh, that are all coming to the table with their own flavor, own style of playing, and their own skill level. And it's it's going to be a good time. Yeah, we have, you know... Like, like we mentioned before, we have people with different levels of experience and, um, yeah, I mean, we're just kind of tooling our own game all the way through because at the end of the day, uh, it's about what you like and, and we'll, we introduce our own aspects to the game as well, which are a little bit off kilter. I, I like this thing that I've added called the background bump where you get to commit some skill points more or less for free to some backstory because I think backstory breeds good characters but it's sometimes tough to you know invest in those slots uh, on top of that we have our own things for resting and, and various things that we've kind of uh, i would say tuned in but actually a lot of it does come from the 2e system yeah so the difference between second edition pathfinder and first edition they've they've kind of made a lot of these changes because a lot of the complaints about 1e with resting and uh especially healing and downtime has been kind of a kind of a chore for a lot of people and so they made a lot of changes to that in the 2e system so we've kind of bridged that gap with some of our house rules for our 1e campaign so we do have some house rules and a little like homebrew aspects that alex mentioned where you know he's got that backstory bump where you know at first level he gives a couple extra skill points to put into like a profession and craft skills so you don't feel like you're wasting your hard earned or earned, earned. <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a generous word that's for a it. generous word yeah. <laughs> yeah but i mean like they're precious points especially yeah. for certain classes and if you're like a low intelligence class like you might get two points per level yeah. if it's not your like and if you're not using your favorite class bonus for hit like for skill points yeah and you're using it for hit points you know it's getting getting skill points and ranks and stuff can be kind of a you know, chore. And especially if you're putting them into like a profession or craft, which aren't really utilized in a lot of systems, you know, it's just, it's, it's a nice little bonus. And top of that, honestly, and I mentioned the ultimate campaign dynamics before, there are some really great downtime stuff that you can do with Pathfinder 1E uh, that sometimes it's often maligned and forgotten simply because, you know, it's not killing monsters. But the role play aspects, if you're committed with your players and you're talking through these characters that you love, the downtime can be just as much fun. And 
another great thing about the ultimate campaign rules is you get to control armies and fight against cities. Yeah. That is mass combat. That is a, crazy. It's a crazy. It's, it is absolutely insane it's be on such a scale that is, it's tough to compare, but, but you get to do that and it makes it that much more immersive and that much more fun. You, the thing I think I also like about the ultimate campaign rules and the mythic adventure rules is, is you don't just feel like a hero. You feel like a hero that, across time will be remembered in the world yeah and when you continue the campaigns which i hope we get to do beyond maybe our characters will have left some sort of indelible mark hopefully good in, in the world at large and it, and it makes it exciting certainly yeah well that's the nice thing about how paizo writes a lot of their adventure paths and their lore is it's all kind of linear and uh builds you on know, itself. Yeah, yeah exactly it builds on itself and so the, the adventure path that we are going to be playing is, you know, kind of later on in the, the 1E timeline and Paizo's come out and said that, you know, the, the adventure paths from 2E take place after everything, everything that yeah. happened in first edition. So all the events from their early, uh, from their early adventure paths that they published, like Rise of the Rune Lords and, some of those like really early adventure paths. Yeah. Those events happened in some of the later adventure paths that like we're going to be running. So yeah. as a little teaser, I mean, we're going to be running wrath of the righteous. It is truly one of the, if not most sweeping changes that happens in, in the greater world of Galarian. Uh, one, one of the ones that at the very least will, will have a greater impact and a ripple effect yeah. through all the other adventure paths that come to say. And that isn't to speak that like Curse of the Crimson Throne isn't also just as impactful because you see things like that that affect Second Darkness, they affect things like the Shattered Star campaign, which is it's all really cool how it ties into itself. Yeah. But I would say that this campaign that not only provides a great lattice work for these amazing rule sets that we're going to be initial, uh, initiating, but also just this, this monumentous event that you know that they speak in whispers about throughout the the previous APs. Yeah, it's it's a grand Galarian battle. It is. It's it's literally the story of the world wound opening up and spewing demons across Galarian and civilizations coming together to combat that like it's good versus evil dogs and cats yeah. living together it's utter madness gonna be nuts it's let's get nuts anyways but <laughs> we, we hope you join us for the ride and and we're very excited about this uh if you'll actually go over to the rest of the podcast page or the rss feed that you've been using you should find the first two episodes up and ready to go uh maybe when you find this you'll find the first 30 episodes up and ready to go time is a fickle mistress but to say the least uh we're excited for this adventure and we'll hope you join us yeah absolutely please please join us stick with us and have fun we're gonna have fun yeah absolutely we're gonna have a fuckload of fun (laughs) We fu- we fucking better. I'm doing I'm doing a lot of fucking shit. I'm just saying. But thanks so much for listening, and, and we look forward to uh, to hopefully getting to talk and, and speak about it with you soon. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thank you.